Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. Man, I don't know why, but I just held my breath during the 10 second of silence. I tried to hold a fart. Did not not work. (laughs) Might be constitute room noise uh-huh. at, at this point. It's cool. Uh, you no, up. go ahead and do it. I got more coming. Keep that in the background noise thing. No, we'll, we'll let that. We'll let that be. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to rest of it. You're a few feet it's, away. You know what? It's almost better that you fart during it, the ten seconds like, because then it should take that out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the program works, but if we're editing out all the noise that occurs yeah. during that ten seconds, as long as you fart on the exact same tonal basis, exactly. I usually do the same frequency. Um, it was a SBD, and I know you get feet away from me, but sorry mm-hmm. uh, in advance. Um, Double deuce. I'm Double the one, deuce. I'm the one saying it. Yes. Yeah, for, for some reason. Jay Mouse is here for our special bonus episode that you will only hear if and when we well, are... you'll hear it regardless, but it's... it's will a, you? It's an emergency backup. I'm trying to we build it up to... We're not going to burn it. Something that they... Well, first of all, they're hearing it now. <laughs> you can't tell them you're only going to hear it yet. You will only hear this yeah. when the time the is fucking, right. They've ar- we've already broken the I'm going to say, if you're hearing this right now, mm-hmm. whatever dreams you have, whatever impulse you're like, I'm going to do it, this is a sign. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You should do it. Yeah. Unless it's horrible, but do it. I'm just going to come out and say it, too. If you're hearing this, it's probably Will's fault. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think that's a little biased. If you're hearing this, uh, we've had an, uh, a week where we couldn't do anything. We couldn't record for some yeah. reason or another. And uh, it's I'm just maybe saying, my it, fault. I mean, you know, I, I have some conflicts sometimes. Uh, uh, so far, 100% of the times that we've had to re- had to release this because of an emergency. I feel that's a little passive-aggressive. I'm just saying. Uh, it was one time, and it was it was your fault. You've walked That's in, actually, that's right. not true. I'm it, actually, was, it was weather and planes. I just want you to know. It was weather and planes. You've walked into my feelings garden, <laughs> and you stomped. On my on my on my positive self esteem roses. I'm just saying that I, I'm uh, gonna kind of throw up a little bit saying this, but Will's uh, Will's kind of right here. It's true. Uh, he's got he's responsible for the life of a tiny human mm-hmm. and a child because mm-hmm. you keep that homunculus in your home and you have a, a, a kid. And okay, you, have a son. you were really doing well until the homunculus. You've been, well, you've got that one that you made out of your own um, oh. blood and cum, and then mm-hmm. you have. And then you have an actual child. Jeez, now child. It's, just, it's going off the rails at, <laughs> at, at this point. It taking was, care of a homunculus is a full-time job and taking care of a baby's life. got a point. And you've got two full-time jobs. I'm just saying. And your real job. I'm not, I'm not saying. Feelings garden. Neither of us, Nelson, you and I are both single men with, mm-hmm. with no kids. So, where, where do you keep doing the single men thing? You did that back the in last time I did it was several months ago. <laughs> Potentially. Could have been a couple weeks ago, for <laughs> no, all we know. For all we know. I'm a single man. I'm not a dating man. I had I'm your a, back, Will, and now I don't. I know. It's okay. Fuck your feelings, Garden. <laughs> I'm not passed through in the corner of your feelings, man. If we don't it is use... not well organized, you yeah. got your tulips all up in your begonias. I want you to turn your feelings, Garden, into a secret garden. Uh-huh. If we don't use fuck Lock your... it down. <laughs> Lock <laughs> it down. <laughs> If we don't use Fuck Your Feelings Garden as the title, then we have missed a trick. Probably. Good uh, idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Uh, anyways. No, but you've got, a little, you've got a tiny man that um, is the fruit of your and your mm-hmm. beloved loins. Exactly. And sometimes he causes problems. But the last one wasn't even caused by that. It was caused by my... It was, it was planes, really. Which it was, was weather and planes. Which, by the way, fuck planes, huh? 
Yeah, uh, I haven't been on one since 2009. It's, really? It's, yeah. It's been yeah, a while. Actually, now that I think about it, I took a train the last time I took a long trip, then I took a car the last yeah. time. I went to New Orleans in a car, and I went to Chicago on yeah, the train. It's been a, it has been a uh, while since I've I went to Denver a on a plane in, in 2009. Yeah. So it's eight years. This is you. Yeah, yeah. It's been about eight years it's, since uh, I've been on an airplane. It's maybe even been longer for me. When was the last time I was on Like the body scanners weren't a thing. Oh, yeah, no, like the holds your yeah, hands up. I haven't and, been on a plan since yeah. that. And that's not why. I'd you like know, to say I took a principled stand, but I'm really just poor. <laughs> I, can't I don't I don't travel a lot. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Well yeah. when I do, it's usually like kind of a hey, let's split gas costs or yeah. I'm gonna get an Amtrak ticket because it's it's You know, cheaper. I wonder the last time I was on a plane might have been to go to your brother in law's bachelor party in Vegas. Oh, God, was that 1972? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. You can smoke on planes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Disrespect yeah. women. It was any time. I did see. I did see in an the ad uh, like on the internet recently for like this brief ill-advised uh, flight thing they had where it was like a men's only plane. Oh and boy! It was, like, it was like we're gonna have steaks and martinis and it's a club in the air. We're gonna man and, it up. Uh, I don't get that really. That just I don't. Like a bad idea. Does not me. want. I mean, I don't know. That's something I've always struggled with. Is like I don't understand masculinity. Like really. Like, and maybe this is me being a little bit, you know, on the spectrum. But like, I don't. I. I it doesn't make any sense to me. This sort of idea, like steak and and, and oh, martini, that makes you a man. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just. I'm kind. Of, I think what it is. I identify first as just like a person. And then yeah, I got the. Got the I'm not uncomfortable. I, I, I think that's one of those things, though. It, it depends on the on the on the filter that you come from. Yeah. I, like like my grandfather was uh, one of my grandfathers was a was a was a psychiatrist at Menninger's. <laughs> I'm glad uh, to hear you have two grandfathers. I have two grandfathers. Yeah, yeah. One it was them, not some sort of like Habsburg one of them double was a psychiatrist at Menninger's. And the other one was uh, my my grandmother used to take a, a, a great pride in saying was a boner for a while, uh, and then he worked in a slaughterhouse and had to bone cattle. Oh, I say like that uh, used to mean a fuck up. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, he was a boner. He was a legit boner. Uh, serious legit. That's one of boner. my favorite things, though, is that that used to mean a fuck up, and apparently did not mean an erect penis mm-hmm. no, for a no. long time. I was about to say, yeah. uh, just picture your grandmother like, "Well, your grandpa likes to fuck all the live long day. He is a boner." <laughs> that, and, you, know you know what I'm saying? And that was that was my that was wait, my Arkansas. Wait, can wait, I get wait. you some more Jello? <laughs> oh, well, I'm. He keeps me wet AF. <laughs> okay, no, that's my right. grandparents you're talking about. There's some. We're going into a weird yeah. place. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna. You know, honestly, <laughs> talking about the, the vascular, the idea like of the men hanging out, I think what's interesting is I think on some level it's less about like we're being very manly and masculine. Yeah. What it is is I think more of a almost like a sensitive thing of like. Uh, we are going to hang out without the distraction of us trying to have sex with women <laughs> so that we can spend time together yeah, yeah, without yeah, being, without like trying to break off from the group. So it's really a sweet, like platonic mm-hmm. relationship bromance thing. I think, I think that's maybe what, what is secretly at the heart of a, just a dude's hanging out yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah, yeah, yeah. without the distraction. Of, sure. I mean, that's why we're here today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. No, but but these 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 club things. I think it's an idea. I'm not saying that that is why I would do I a guess, thing like that. I'm I just saying that is what is secretly at the heart of that idea. I, I guess I understand masculinity. I don't understand the fragility of masculinity. Like that doesn't yeah. that doesn't. And I'm not saying like I'm somehow a better person for this or I'm superior. But I just don't. It doesn't. 
I don't. I guess I just don't pick that much of myself to you know my gender. I, 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 I think, I, you I think know, because like, we, well, as men, yeah, we are never and 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 this is I'm going to get a little little psychology wanky here. As men, we are never given a. We never talk about what the expectations of masculinity sure, are. Sure. So 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 all you can do because you want to Or you're given certain you, ideas about it through Precisely because, yeah. or, because you because you want yeah, to I guess. uh you want to to, 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 to to join, you want you, you want you want to kinda of conform, you want to you want to be within the norm is you look to those and you and you sort of make those up as you go okay. along. And some of those are stereotypical and some of those are realistic. So, but I think some people I, I, I think people like the three people that are at the table here who I don't necessarily think reflect the best view. We don't have a manly man here to be we're like. Not, we're not. This we, is yeah, why, this yeah, is why yeah, you should yeah. eat a steak. I, I, I think we're three reflective individuals who have looked at these kind of tropes and yeah. been like, some of them work. Some of them I want to do. I want right. to be a provider. I want to be someone responsible who is considered somewhat responsible. I want to be I think able generally, to take care of my kid. Yeah. But some of them I don't want. I don't want to be. Uh, you know, like the, the perceived I, as 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 rigid. I don't want to be perceived think, as wanting to kick everybody's right. ass. I don't want to be well, perceived I, as I think jealous. We, we at a certain we hit sure. this generational point too. Of the that was the there was a certain understanding for a very long time of what masculinity was, and growing up, especially like in the eighties, where that was still a certain idea. Yeah. But as you got into the nineties and after, then it shifted and become yes. less of a thing. And so we are in the generation of like we were uh, raised on these ideas still, but at the same time, we are starting to I, buck them. I was going to say, like to me, the the influence probably because of nine eleven. Well, you know, the influence that, of what it the, changed everything of what what you know what Including a man what it is. means to be a man. Because you're talking about cultural influence. For me, it's like I, <laughs> I, I look at people like, are you a Doug Funny or a Roger Klotz? Mm. And am I the only one in this room who was of age for Doug? Oh my god. <laughs> Nelson, help me out here. You're, no, you're are like you talking two, about, are you talking about the Nick old? show? The Nick, Nick yeah, no, I watched the Nick show. Funny. Funny. Don't, and, yeah, don't yeah. judge. I, don't watch, I, watch judge. I won't judge. I, I watched Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I, remember the, I remember those Nick shows. I remember watching yeah. them all. Although, I, I think Doug Funny is an example was, of somebody who's not He's not like a, a, a masculine boy. He's, a, he's just... That character could easily... He was a just as easily be a woman. He was a total like. <laughs> um, Always wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> but I think there were people who watched Doug and were like, oh yeah, Roger Klotz, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of cultural For You know, when you first said it, I, I was like, is that... It, it took me a minute to piece that all together in my head. It was the thing I remember oh, watching. killing me. I remember watching... Here's the thing. I was a little older little than older you me. when that yeah. started. And I remember embracing the Ren and Stimpy more. Because they were like it, class of 99? 97. 97. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, one. So we're, I'm. Yeah. We're talking but actual. I, I was, I was a kid uh, or a teenager thing. Yeah. But I was. Uh, I feel like when those started, I want to say I was. Yeah, like maybe sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I remember was, thinking Ren and Stimpy was pretty amazing. I remember yes. watching the other ones a little bit here. Rugrats, by the way, mm-hmm. brilliant. Because here's yeah. why: it's the only show. I was eight when that started airing. It was a show 
about nostalgia for children who'd only lived less than a decade. Who were like, remember what it was like when you used to think that firing somebody meant putting him in a fire? Remember that? Like, that's fucking brilliant. If you really sit down to think about it. It was a show for kids to go like, I remember that. I remember being a little kid. It was pretty cool. Because right. little kids often throw each other into fires. <laughs> right, right, that, right. That, but that whole show was about... And, and, and Will, I, I don't blame you for having much, much Rugrats because you were... 47 years old when that aired. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> All right. Now, now we're also getting ageist here. I mean, we're getting a uh, like, I did. No, no. I, 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 with I, my I, sister. I mean, she was younger. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had a younger sister. I feel like, like there was a, I was, I was, was that, the, that age especially. Kids. It wasn't all leave it to beaver. <laughs> Yeah, you're a big fan of the Phantom. Jesus Christ! Does anybody watch Leave It to Be? My my son is going to grow up with no concept I, of Leave yeah, It to Be. Yeah, I saw it on syndicated. I don't, I don't but, mind yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of um, well, it's not. You won't, a bad you won't thing, be able to make those weird. references very easily with him or anything, but it's really more of a period piece. <laughs> you know, I do wonder about that a little bit. The way that you know, classic rock stations are not like '70s, '80s, even into the '90s. Like how many. Now that there's been I this much more television, box on one, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Which of course, like this been, is the standard, like oh yeah, twenty five years almost, right, 20, right. That makes sense. Years. That was that was. And, it's and, been a while, yeah. But I wonder now with all that much more television because that was when you were growing up. There was like had only been so much, so reruns were pulling from a more limited grouping, yeah. especially. I wonder how many of those fucking, especially like 50, 60, 70 shows are still. Flying around out there. Most of them the TV. are not very good, in my opinion. No, I'm spoiled mm. on things like Arrested Development, Breaking yeah. Bad, but like, I, I'll watch, um, you know, Mr. Ed, and the whole thing about Mr. Ed is they fed a horse peanut butter. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's the entire, that's the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> is, it's true. <laughs> uh, I feel like there is a certain some of now we have BoJack Horseman. It's true. I also feel like some of it is you have to look at the way that you, when you take like a film class in college of like the here's the thing to get the place yeah. we are today through the steps we had to go through to reach this point. My younger brother has just finished Breaking Bad and he's starting Better Call Saul, and this is this is interesting because he is a guy whose cultural experience does not stray far from video games and the internet mm-hmm. much at all. And I harangued him for years, like, you gotta watch Breaking Bad, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. Okay, now it's on Netflix, you have to watch Breaking Bad. And he finally did, and he he sent me a text the other day, um, and it was just, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but it was just like, oh shit, Gus! And I was like, (laughs) I'm so glad you're watching this, my brother. I'm watching Better Call Saul. His analysis of Saul, uh, Jimmy McGill, is very interesting, because he just goes, what an easily disturbed little man. <laughs> and I'm really like, I'm into this whole, like, yes, brother, there are, there's a life outside of, and now his cultural interests are, are, are deeper than mine in this field, and he gets a lot out of it. So I'm not saying, like, there's nothing in video games for a person, but I'm just going, like, yes, come, come into the... But it's nice to have more than one focus. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. And the fact that he's been watching that lately is, is warming my dark heart. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. They're good Excellent. shows. Yeah. They're worth watching. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you have it's worth your time. Better Call Saul does a lot of slow character work. But, there is. But I feel like it's especially the, the yeah. first season is a slower build as they're setting it up a yeah, little yeah, bit into this yeah. new world. I'm enjoying this third season, though. Yeah. It, it really it keeps picking up. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, the second it's season. a good really recommend. Up. The third season has been <laughs> great. By the way, if you've, been, yeah, if you've been living in, I don't know, like, Uganda forever. Mm-hmm. But Breaking, or, or Bad's, or you, Breaking yeah. Bad is good. 
If, if everyone's been telling you to watch these things and you still haven't, and you've just been waiting for someone on a podcast or the fifth podcast to tell you to listen to the other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to watch yeah. it now, it's, got, it's time. If you've got hours to if, kill and you got if Netflix, if you're finally getting yeah. around, if we finally posted this emergency backup episode and you're listening to it and you still haven't watched Breaking and Bad, I didn't start watching Breaking Bad until the third or fourth season. For exact, mm-hmm. I have this thing where if a ton of people are like, "You gotta watch this," I'm like, "Well, I'm going to defy you." No, I won't. You, you'll and, never catch me watching it. And then I did, and I'm like, okay, this is... I don't as much as... I feel like it's rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. The If you didn't get on that boat... there Because there's always a... The uh, like the new season's coming out, which means the last season is finally now starting to stream. But yeah. maybe you're like two seasons behind. It's like, I don't know that I've got time to watch... 20-something episodes of a show in the next week and a half to catch up to now jump in. That's why I got into it on the last season is because, Mm -hmm. like, half the people I know in real life and on the internet were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, same reason I did Lost. And by the way, that was a fucking waste of my time. But same thing. It was everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, well, I didn't watch it since season two. I guess I'll catch up. Um, By the way, Lost is one of those shows that is probably one of the best television pilots I've seen in my life. It's a great pilot. It's one of the worst finales I've seen in my life. I don't know how they did that. Battlestar Galactica came close, but Battlestar <laughs> Galactica's pilot was pretty good, and their and their ending was yeah, kind of bad. Lost was I feel like they jumped up. I, 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 Lost I was an amazing that. pilot mm-hmm. with the shittiest ending. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't blown away by the way they wrapped it all up. I yeah. did like I like a lot better what they did in the second half, where they're like, let's get real fucking. Crazy, like yeah. with time and space and yeah. shit. I thought got more interesting to me than the. I was glad when they finally were like, let's finally stop having flashbacks to what happened earlier in their life and how it emotionally yeah. resonates. Well, I, I was getting real tired of that by the third, third season when yeah. they finally were like, all right, we got to stop doing right. this. I liked the character study work they did. Like, yeah. the, okay, here's why this guy is the way he is. Here's why this lady does what she does. Yeah. But like. Like that one episode where fucking Desmond gets literally unstuck in time and is just yes! jumping all through his life and during that episode. Like, I mean, it just got this all is weird. pretty fucking cool. Weird, like, almost, well, weird 60s sci-fi. Not your 60s yeah. sci-fi you think of, like, as B-movies, but, like, the books that were being written that got mm-hmm. real strange. Which, yeah, um, like, I, I, I can... Like, gore? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh! That's a whole thing of mine because I analyze men's rights activists and boy does gore a thing. <laughs> oh man. Oh, gore in sci-fi. Gore is a, a like I remember my dad had a couple of gore books. <laughs> sure, sure. That's, that was my exposure oh. to gore. Well my dad uh, in my exposure my dad had a great science fiction library which is part of why I am the man I am today but um, he also had a lot of Piers Anthony books and boy yeah. are those creepy when you read them if you're over 12. They can be a little, you know I just recently he had this series called The Incarnations of Immortality. Yes. And uh, I used to, I really dug him when I was that younger. That one's weird. And I just, uh, I just audio booked him at work, and I'm like, these are pretty, still pretty good. Man, that guy, okay, really has a problem writing female characters. Yes, but isn't the the incarnation of immortality? Isn't that the series where he actually gets into how it's okay to marry a 15 year old in Texas? Like, there's because there's the, the the main lady protagonist, and that's a teenager who falls in love with a grown fantasy man, and and she has to say like, oh, it's okay, we can get married with my parents' consent because I live in Texas, and I'm like, this is a man who knows consent and marriage laws for minors. I think you're thinking of a different thing. Uh, I'm thinking of a Piers Anthony thing. I'm sure, sure you are. Um, there is in the last one. There is a weird. There is a 
teenage girl, older man it's in the not, seventh it's book. It's not the immortality one. It's the one where, like, every step she takes, she goes into a parallel dimension. I don't know. The man had a lot of imagination and a yeah. lot of pederasty. It was um, uh, it was weird. It was kind of like almost a weird precursor to, like, a Sandman kind of thing. Because yeah. it was like each book was uh, these. there was one that was death, one was time, yeah. one was nature. Like, my, my junior high library had all the Sands books, and I read all those. Yeah, I remember the, they only had one of the immortality books, so I didn't get into that series. There was yeah. another one that was about, I don't my, remember My dad called. had them, and I remember reading them mm-hmm. uh, kind of junior high my dad had Firefly. Did you ever read Firefly? Uh, no. This oh, my God. This is the stupidest fight ever. I, <laughs> it's like, not a fight. I don't think it's a fight. We're not fighting. No. Yeah. No, Firefly is, um... It's a book about a creature that kills people with sex. I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it like that. Isn't that the right. Scarlett Johansson? Uh, Johansson sort of. <laughs> it uh, also contains the, the it, no with the species. Oh, I'm really. about to get dark with this. Okay. Firefly also contains a woman who remembers being five and justifies an abuser having sex with her at that age. So there your there's yeah. your Piers Anthony. Yeah, he, um, uh, there's some real weird. Who, he, he is, uh, yeah, like all there's the, a scene in there's a thing like when I was 13, I did not notice, of course, but now in my 30s listening to these, I'm like, there's yeah, like, this so guy struggles The plot of that book women. is there's a fuck demon that kills people, uh-huh. and there's a guy. That's always a problem. There's only one scene in that I'll never forget, and there's a guy who's like, he knows. Only one season, only one scene in a thing about a fuck demon? There's only one I really remember, and uh-huh. there's this guy who's like, he knows what's coming, he's sitting like in a, I don't remember what, like in a cabin with a gun, and he's just like, I'm ready for you, fuck demon. <laughs> and then it says something like, and then he felt something. For those of you at home, Jay is miming sitting in a chair with a shotgun. Like shotgun just going, I'm, I'm ready for you, fuck demon. Picture how you'd be ready for a fuck demon with a, with a gun. Yeah, that's exactly that's what exactly he's doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Just a being prepared for a fuck just demon. Just a brief cut in here. Uh, if you'd like to date Jay, uh, hashtag well, no, it, date it's the Jay future now. For all we know, he's in a committed relationship. Yeah, I know, but I want to give him the benefit of the doubt in, in case, case he's having. I may have already built my hair wait, up by wait, now. Yeah. You're giving him the benefit of the doubt that it hasn't worked out yet, <laughs> or it's working out. He might want to angle to escape. So <laughs> hashtag date Jay Mouse. I, go ahead and try. Hashtag Jay Mouse side piece. Here's the thing: if, <laughs> if I'm in a committed relationship, I hear this. Let's go have a. We can be pals. <laughs> we can go have a good time. He's still friendly. Um, but okay, so this one scene I'll never forget. This guy's ready for it. He knows it's coming. He's got a gun, and it—it's—I can't remember exactly the wording, but it says something like, "And then he basically the fuck demon infiltrates its way into his butthole." <laughs> like they do. Okay, this is like Stephen and, King now, and, and, and like 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 a like a like a T one thousand like um uh, uh, Terminator right. goes on right. up in there, and then he he enjoys it and he dies. Uh-huh. That's, oh, so that's had, what I remember so from really, The moral of the story was he had nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say that the big difference between, like, Russian authors <laughs> of, of, of those you know, kind the, of big the, Russian the, the difference between Chekhov and sci-fi, and 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 sci-fi <laughs> authors <laughs> is, that, is that there's a lot less butthole play. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Tolstoy is into that, that's right? Weird. I, I think, think I think the thing is ever a in, in all the bubble scene. In, in all the, I remember when when Dostoevsky and Crime and Punishment, when after he kills the landlady, he goes home and he dildos himself for two chapters. I think in, the thing is in the Russian classic novels, the fuck demon was you. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was inside you the whole time, and we're trying to deal with it. And that was what Russian classic novels are about. A Pierce Anthony novel, the the fuck demon is an external force to which you are battling, not the internal force to which you are battling, and that. Is what I learned going to almost getting a master's. And with that, we take our leave. Double dudes. You want me to, to teach an English class for you? Hashtag 
Nelson teaching fuck demon. Double deuce. Double deuce. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.